Over the past few years, I have asked you guys to give me a rating and review. And if you've done that, thank you so, so much. I really appreciate it. It's so helpful. But if you haven't, I get it. I kind of get it. Like, I'm asking you to go and click on this thing and then like, how do I do it? And then I have to come up with some kind of a review and I don't know what to say and I'll do it later, right? I, I get it. I've, I've kind of been there before. I, I know exactly how you feel. And so I'm not asking you to do that now, okay? What I'm asking you to do now is so easy. Anybody can do it and it literally takes like one second. Go into whatever you're listening to, whether it's Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on, they all have it, and just click on the subscribe button. Just subscribe. It takes one second. You don't have to be creative. You don't have to come up with a review and write it all out and you know be self-conscious about it. Just hit that subscribe button. That would be so, so, so impactful for me. And if you're enjoying this and getting a lot out of it, that would mean the world to me. It really would. And it's so easy. Anyone can do it. Like, let's literally stop listening right now. Stop listening. Go and do it. That's how much it means to me. Nobody ever asks you to leave their show and stop listening for anything. But I'm asking you to stop listening right now. Go and just quickly subscribe. Come right back and take a listen. That would mean the world to me. I would really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. And I really appreciate it. Thanks. I've never really focused on my goals and what I am up to personally. I've talked about it tons of times, but never like this. I've never sat down and just sort of went through all of my goals for a year. You're listening to the Just Start Real Estate Podcast. If you're serious about your real estate investing business and need real answers, you are in the right place. And now, your host, Mike Simmons. All right. Thank you for joining me on the show today. I appreciate it. I appreciate you being here and tuning in. It's awesome to have you. And I've got a kind of a good show for you today. Interesting one. Uh, one that I've never done before. I've been doing this now for almost a decade and I've never done this particular type of show before. So I'm gonna try something a little bit new here, go out of my comfort zone a little bit, and uh, and let's check it out. In this episode, I talk about my goals for 2023. Now, everybody makes goals, everybody talks about them, right? I've just never really done it on this show. I've really kind of tried to focus more on you guys and my guests and what they're up to and how they can help you get to your goals and help you guys grow your businesses and all that. I've never really focused on my goals and what I am up to personally. I've talked about it tons of times, but never like this. I've never sat down and just sort of went through all of my goals for a year. And I know this is coming out a little bit late. A lot of people, you know, post their goals in, you know, late December, early January. I made mine in, in January, early January for sure. I just wasn't planning on doing this show, but I decided to just go ahead and do it and put what I'm working on out there so you all could hear it and I could be accountable because I think that's a huge part of achieving goals is being accountable and uh, and putting it out there what you're doing so that people can say, hey, did you uh, do that thing that you said you're going to do, right? It makes it uncomfortable when you don't. And, uh, and so here we go. I'm going to let you guys hear this episode. Hopefully you enjoy it. Hopefully you get something out of it. And uh yeah, it was, it was new for me, so I had a lot of fun doing it. All right, guys, here we go. Here I am with my 2023 goals. Uh, I, have never, I have never stated my goals on the podcast before. I've never even really done it online. This year was the first year I've ever done it. So if you follow me on Facebook, you may have seen these. And uh, I'm going to go through them and tell you guys what I'm up to uh, and tell you a little bit more about why I chose some of these goals and what was behind all of that. 
And I'm also going to uh, give you some idea of what I did last year. So you can kind of see what, what happened last year and then what I'm what I'm trying to do this year. And it's it's different a little bit. So got some new focuses and some things that I'm excited about. So let me go through first what I did last year or what my achievements were uh, in 2023. And I'm, I'm kind of taking this right from a post that I did in, in Facebook. So if you follow me on Facebook, like I said, you can check these out. Um, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time on these because these are in the past. It's, it's not really relevant going forward, but it'll give you some context, I guess. So uh, the first thing was uh, we achieved over $1,180,226 in gross profits. Um, that was, well, we didn't achieve over that. That was literally exactly what we achieved. So uh, $1.18 million basically in my uh in my real estate company. And that's that's money in the account, right? I'm not talking about some high-level sales number. Uh, I'm talking about money that was transferred to my account from the title company or wired to my account from the title company. So that's real, that's money in, right? It's real, real tangible. I know a lot of people will quote, oh, I did, you know, $10 million or $20 million in sales. Sales don't really have it's not money that you made, right? It's just it's what the house sold for, maybe. So, you know, for example, you're a house flipper. Uh, and you sell your house for the uh, house that you you know renovated. You sell it for a million dollars. Well, if it costs you nine hundred and ninety thousand dollars to buy and renovate and hold and pay for money and all that stuff, you made ten thousand dollars. You didn't make a million dollars, right? So that's why sales that sales line in the P and L is a little bit deceptive sometimes. So I don't usually talk about that number when I'm talking about uh, what I did or didn't do or accomplished, because I just think it's a little bit misleading, right? If I say I did, you know, $10 million in my company, it sounds like, wow, you know, this guy did several million, you know, it, it's not that it's right. It's we did what we did. We did whatever the title company wires to us after the transactions over. That's what we made. And I, and I like talking about that number. So uh, 1.18. Uh, net profits, 333,387. Uh, so we were, you know, about 30% profitability, 33, I think, percent profitability, something like that. Uh, so it, it's good, right? For And that's after, after I have a partner in my business too. So that's after everything, including owner uh, profits or, you know, taking some of that money uh, myself. So that's after every, every, everything. If you talk about before, me and my business partner pay ourselves, which is what a lot of people do. Um, we were closer to like 45% profitability, 43 to 45% profitability. So pretty good after paying ourselves still around 30, 33%. So that that's, we're not, we're not unhappy with that, but we have goals of increasing that. So uh, I'll talk about that a little bit. Um, the next thing is, uh, we, uh, the profit margin. Okay. So I talked about that already. Um, I, the, one of the next things I or one of the things that I did uh, last year too that I'm I'm pretty excited about is we grew a land contract business to over 25 homes that we have uh, owner financed or land. If you're in Michigan, we call it land contract. But basically, my company buys properties, we uh, buy them outright, and then we owner finance them to the to the end buyer to the homeowner, right? And so we did that with 25 of them. That's a new aspect of our business. We weren't doing these owner finance deals before. We do owner finance sometimes when we buy, but we didn't sell them on owner finance, which is kind of uh, new for us. So um, it's it's kind of a, a growing part of our business, and it's a way that we're hedging against uh, 
some of the market fluctuation and some of the market downturn and high interest rates and all that. Some of that is hurting folks in our industry right now. Uh, I get that. I know that. I know a lot of people who are being affected by that. Um, but this owner finance part of our business is helping me and my partner hedge against some of that stuff. And it's keeping us out of some of the, the you know, choppy water, so to speak. Uh, one thing we did at the very end of the year, we hired a COO. Now, uh, this is a game changer for us. We have hired, and by the way, COO stands for Chief Operating Officer. So it's basically an operations person, right? Somebody to run the company, run the day-to-day, to, um, to train and hire and manage people. Uh, we've, we've done this twice in the past, my partner and I. We've hired someone to be our Chief Operating Officer twice. Both times, it was a flame out. Um, the first person we hired just wasn't, it was, it was too much. I think it, we, he wasn't ready. Uh, he had some business skills that we were excited about, but ultimately just, just, I think it was too much, too, a little overwhelming for him. Good guy, but overwhelming. Second time we tried it, uh, it was somebody that should have been very qualified. Um, there wasn't a lot of production out of that person. It was, it didn't go well. So let's just say that it went really, really poorly. Um, we paid a very high salary because I, I really thought this was a home run person who could not miss and uh, miss they did. And, and it was very disappointing. Uh, we pulled the plug uh, sooner than later, which I'm, I'm glad about because I think it was money wasted, the amount of money we did end up uh, paying. Um, and so we kind of swore it off, my partner and I. We said, we're not going to buy another, we're not going to buy, we're not going to buy, we're not going to hire another COO because. It's just, it's a, it's a home run swing, right? It's high risk. It's high reward, but it's high risk. And we just were like, you know what? Let's, let's just keep our business where it is size-wise and continue to, to have a profitable, well-run, kind of, you know, hands-off business that we have. And, and that was our thought going forward. But, you know, as, as you know, can happen in life, Somebody comes into your world, somebody crosses your path that seems like they really fit the bill in a, in a highly, um, you know, in a really big way. They, they really seem to be the person that you are looking for when it comes, you know, it's sort of like relationships, right? I've heard people say this a lot. Uh, I've experienced it in my life a little bit, and, and I know a lot of people who have. You think you're not um, interested in a relationship with someone and you're not looking for it. And the minute you stop looking, the person comes along, right? And they end up being the right person for you. <clears throat> That's kind of what happened with this COO situation. We stopped looking and we stopped looking for a couple of years, but lo and behold, somebody came along that just seemed awesome and like just a really good culture fit, a really knowledgeable person, someone who was highly motivated, and, and so we took the chance and, you know, in all fairness, it's only been a couple of months at this point, but <clears throat> very optimistic, v- far and away the best two months of any COO we've ever had. Uh, she's amazing. And I think she's going to be, like I said, a huge game changer for us next year. Okay. <clears throat> uh, another accomplishment from last year. I spoke on stage in front of over 800 people at Flip Hacking Live. If you guys listen to me all the time and you're a regular listener of this podcast, you know that I am involved with Flip Hacking Live every year. It grows every year. Uh, I spoke in front of the largest group I've ever spoken in front of. Like I said, over 800 people. Uh, that was a blast doing that, speaking on stage. Loved doing it. And it was just tons of fun. So that was awesome. 
Uh, next thing, accomplishment from last year, started a short-term rental business with uh, my daughter, and we purchased our first two properties toward the end of the year. And uh, the, biz the business is just getting started, but um, yeah, I'm excited about it. Excited to work with my daughter on this. Um, she's definitely motivated. I think we're gonna we're gonna kill it this year. I think, but I'll talk about that in a minute when I talk about my goals for 2023. Um, another accomplishment, next accomplishment from last year. Uh, I continued growing my lending company. I have a, a lending company where we would lend to fix and flip investors, uh, and we were able to produce uh, over three hundred thousand, three hundred thirteen thousand, six hundred forty-nine dollars in gross profits with a net of 220,374. So over three, just over 300 in gross and over 200 in net. So highly um, profitable business that I'm, I'm growing there and I'm excited to grow that exponentially this year. Um, next accomplishment, paid my lending company investors. So people, this lending company that I have, we bring on investors, right? Um, we're a 506C company, and so we advertise uh, a little bit, or, or not advertise in the marketing sense, but you know we make it known publicly that we're taking on accredited investors, and we give a really good, stable return um, quarterly to our investors. And last year, we were able to pay out $185,000 uh, to our investors in preferred returns. And so that was really awesome to be able to do that. <clears throat> and then finally, last year, I I started coaching real estate investors and been, have been able to help uh, uh, quite a few people just just last year uh, grow their business to six and over seven figures. And so that was really rewarding and a lot of fun. I've been coaching people for years, but uh, I've done it always as part of the seven figure flipping group, which I'm still a part of and love and think is great. And everyone should go check them out. But I also decided to start uh, doing that on my own as just just me, that I'm, I'm working with people individually. And that's been super rewarding, and I, and I love that, and I'm, I'm going to do more of it this year for sure. Okay, so let's move on to what my goals are this year, and I'll kind of explain them a little more and why they're my goals. And, and I, like I said, I, I, I'm not always a big goal person. Like, I have goals, but I'm not usually the person that thinks – you know, you make goals on January 1st and they're 12 month goals and you make them public. Like I, I just don't do that. And I'm, and I'm saying, I guess in a mocking tone, I don't mean them in a mocking tone. I, when people do that, I think it's awesome, but I usually like to make 90 day goals. I make four 90 day goals throughout the year and try to make them a little more bite size and consumable and something that feels like I can achieve it in a, in a reasonable amount of time. I made a post about this also on Facebook, but I think when people make like, you know, let's just take it out of the business world and say somebody wants to lose weight. They want to lose 30 pounds by the end of the year. So January 1st, they want to lose 30 pounds by December 31st. Well, you go after it real hard, right? We see, we know this. This is a cliche. People join gyms and whatnot in January. And by March, the gyms are empty because all the, or they're back to the normal, you know, amount of people that would be going anyway, because all the people who made their new year's resolution to lose 30 pounds kind of ran out of steam. And then they figure, eh, it's March. I don't have to go anyway. Like, I, I, you know, I got plenty of time. And the next thing you know, it's November and you're eating turkey at Thanksgiving and thinking I'm never going to lose 30 pounds in a month. So I tend to make 90 day goals, but I made, I, I am going to make 90 day goals this year for sure. And I have, but these are my like 
year goals? Like what are my 90 day goals leading up to? And this is what they're leading up to. Number one, I want to grow my real estate business revenue by 50%. So I said, I'm at 1.1 million in gross profits. Um, I want to get that up to like 1.5, 1.6, right? So I'm, I'm a big, I like round numbers. So technically 1.5 million would not be a 50% increase. It'd probably be like a 45% increase or a 42% increase. Well, I want to get up to a 50% increase. So it's going to be in the 1.6 something right area. So that that's, I want to grow the revenue that way. That probably would not be my goal if we hadn't hired a COO because <clears throat> my partner and I had decided to not kill ourselves to try to, to grow this because honestly, both of us are a personality type that we're not great at, at managing and holding people accountable. It's just not really in our, in our, um, expertise. So we have this team, we have a process, it runs really well without us. And so we were happy to stay there, but we hired the COO. We've got some, some goals now that are kind of built around the new reality of our business. And so <clears throat> going up by 50% is our goal. And I think it's very achievable. Um, next thing is I want to get up to 50% in profit margin. So, uh, I said, I did, um, you know, one, 1 1.1, 1 .1, uh, in, in gross profits. And we did like over 300, like 333,000 in net. And so I want to grow the net up to 50% before owner payouts. Right. And so now we were like it, I think we were like at 42 or something or 41 or 42. I want to get that up to 50. And, and I think that's doable also. Right. These are not goals that you know, I'll, I'll never achieve. These are goals that I think we can realistically do, especially with the person coming on, who's going to help us run the business and, and kind of manage some of that day to day. Honestly, I think the difference from going from, you know, where we are and going up 50% in our revenue, it's a lot of it will just be like tightening the processes, just kind of like buttoning things up a lot and doing more with what we already are doing and increasing our leads and our deals. But I don't think we have to increase our deals by 50%. I don't. I think we can increase our deals by probably 20 or 30% and the rest of it will be made up in efficiencies and just doing things better and doing things a little differently than we've done in the past. Um, okay, next goal for 2023, to raise $3 million for my real estate company. I want to raise $3 million. And why do I want to raise money for my real estate company? Well, I'm primarily a wholesaler, right? So we don't necessarily need to raise a ton of money for that. What I want to raise money for is the owner financing uh, uh, part of our business that I, that I just kind of described a minute ago. I want to raise money for that so we can go out and buy more properties, hold them, and, and then owner finance them out to, uh, to a homeowner. So in order to do that at scale, we really need to raise private money. And so raising $3 million for that purpose in my real estate business is one of my goals this year. And uh, if anybody wants to chat about that, if you're interested in being an investor for that, let me know. Um, or if you have any advice for me, I'd love that too, right? I'm, raising money is always something that uh, I'm interested in learning more about, getting better at, being more educated about, and just putting myself around people who do this a lot and, and just sort of like, understanding that world better than I know it now, because I've raised money for fix and flip. I've never raised, um, really raised long-term money, right? Because this is money that we don't want to borrow for six months. We're not flipping a house. This is money that we want to borrow for, you know, in ex years, extended period of time. So if you have any advice for me, if you're interested, just let me know and we can, we can talk. <clears throat> okay. Next goal. 
acquire 50 more houses to sell on land contract. So this sort of ties in to my raising money goal. In order for us to acquire 50 more houses, we're really going to need to raise money. Uh, we might be able to do it without raising money, but raising money would make it so much easier and so much faster. And so raising money is sort of tied. These goals are tied together. If I don't raise money, I may not hit my goal of 50 houses. So they're, they kind of uh, uh, both tie into that. And so it's important that we hit both of those. Um, okay, next one. Speak on at least four major stages of 500 people or more. Now, <clears throat> this isn't this may not sound like a huge goal to some people, but I want to get on really significant stages. I've been on well, my podcast obviously for over a, or about a decade. I've been on other people po people's podcast, I've been on bigger pockets podcasts and some of the bigger ones in our category. Um, but I want to get on like physical stages of 500 people or more. So nice big events where I can get up there and share and and I just enjoy that very much. And so doing four would is very doable. I think that's very, very doable. One a quarter should not be a huge problem, but I do I want to achieve that because it's just which is part of my personal goals. I like doing it. Um next goal grow my short term rental business to ten thousand dollars in monthly recurring revenue um net revenue <clears throat> i don't want to have a business that grosses ten thousand dollars and spends nine thousand nine hundred right i want a, a re i want the short-term rental business to have ten thousand dollars of net revenue cash flow right free and free and clear cash flow and so <clears throat> that may take you know a dozen houses it might take two or three really good ones and and i'm kind of leaning toward the two or three really good ones i've got some some ideas and things that I'm working on in the next 90 days to help me do that. But my original thought process was I want, you know, I want to have a bunch of rentals that cash flow, short term rentals, I should say, short term rentals that cash flow $1,000 a month each. And then, you know, for me to get $10,000 in net cash flow, then I, I would have to need 10 of these things, right? Well, it, it it sort of became apparent to me in, in talking to people in this industry and in this, you know, short term rental game that the amount of work it takes to find, renovate, and then ultimately run a $1,000 per month short-term rental property is about the same work as it takes to acquire, renovate, and run a $10,000 a month rental property, right? One. Because one of them is obviously a lot bigger. It's going to cost a lot more. But the workload is about the same whether you make $1,000 a month or you make $10,000 a month from a property. So <clears throat> I'm not saying that I'm necessarily shooting to make $10,000 on one property, but the concept is still is still valid and it still made sense to me. I don't have to aim so low to make you know, $800,000, $900,000 per property. I could aim a little bit higher so that it has a little bit more of a higher profit margin and I don't have to necessarily run, you know, five dozen of these just to get to the monthly reoccurring revenue that I ultimately want in the next three to five years. So <clears throat> go a little bigger. That's kind of the takeaway here. All right. <clears throat> next one. I want to raise $10 million for my lending company. Now, the lending company, like I said, I'm lending money to fix and flip investors. And I'm part of the seven-figure flipping group. 
There's a lot of really high-level fix-and-flip investors in that group. I know that combined, if I take all of those fix-and-flip investors in the seven-figure program and I put them together, they're borrowing over $100 million a year, well over, right? Conservatively, they're, they're borrowing $100 million a year. So <clears throat> my lending company, in order to keep up with some of that demand, I'm not going to get it all, obviously, but these are folks that I lend to currently and want to lend to more and more to get even started, right? Like my lending company is is newer. And so I need to get to the 10 million mark just to start really servicing a lot more of these folks and helping them out with their with their borrowing needs and, and helping them with their fix and flip uh, projects. I need to get to 10 million by the end of the year. It just, it just has to happen. So that's my goal for this year. Next year, the goal will be even higher for the lending company. <clears throat> so that's, that's, I have two, you know, two money raises that I'm trying to do. Um, they're a little bit different. They're each a little bit different from one another, but, uh, you know, so I'm obviously I'm going to be doing a lot of raising money this year. So if anybody wants to reach out and, uh, and, uh, help me in any way or give me advice, I'm open to it. I'm always open to learning guys. I, I think I'll get there. I really do. I, I don't set goals. I don't think I can reach, but I'm always happy to listen to people who go, you know what? I raise money. I've raised a hundred million dollars in my, in my career, uh, reach out to, to, Coral me and let me know what your thoughts are on that. I'd love to get some some feedback and and any help you're willing to give. <clears throat> okay, and also for the lending company, um, super stable returns. Like I said, if you guys are interested in talking about that, uh, reach out and we can talk specifics. Um, but yeah, I'd love to I'd love to chat with you if you have money sitting on the sidelines or someplace where you're not happy and you wanna you wanna bring that over and, and talk about how we could help you with that. I'd love to do it. All right. Last goal for 2023, <clears throat> I want to teach 100 people how to create six and seven figure real estate businesses. 100 people, that's my goal. And I really want to get there, guys. I really want to get there. And when I say help you, I think I've probably helped thousands and thousands of people through the podcast. But I want more hands on, right? Like more, more personal communication about it. I want to get into your like your business a little bit and understand what's going on and help you get there. So my goal again to reach and teach a hundred people how to make their business generate six or if they're already generating six figures, how to get to seven figures, how to build that, how to create the systems and processes, how to scale it up, and then how to automate it. I want to teach you guys how to not be a slave to your business. You don't have to be. I am not. I've been running a real estate company that makes over seven figures for the past seven years. And I can tell you this, I am not a slave to my company. In the beginning, I was. When we were getting it off the ground and trying to figure things out, yeah, I worked a lot more hours than I do now. But I have a team. We have processes. We have KPIs that we track. So we know where we are. And I want to show you how to do the same thing. If you're interested in that, um, probably the best thing you could do right now is shoot me a DM on Facebook. You can go to Mike Simmons or you can go to Just Start Real Estate on Facebook and shoot me a message there. If you want to send me an email, that's fine. We can You can do that too. You can send me um, an email at Mike 
at juststartrealestate.com. That's the podcast you're listening to right now. You can send me an email there, but I'd love it if you went to Facebook and shot me a DM there and we could have a, a little bit better of a back and forth conversation. Emails for me, I, I miss emails. I'm just going to tell you guys right now. I should probably make one of my goals to never miss an email, but I do. I just miss them. And so um, my fear is that you send me an email and say, hey, I want to be one of those 100 because I, I'm not going to try to do more than 100 because honestly, realistically, there's just no way I could get through more people than that and really give them the quality time that they deserve. And so if you want to be in, and by the way, some of those 100 spots are gone because I'm already helping people. But uh, if you want to be in that group of 100 that I help uh, in a little more one-on-one -on -one way this year, then shoot me a message on Facebook is the best. Second best would be to shoot me an email at mike at juststartrealestate.com and we can talk about it. But guys, those are my goals for 2023. I don't know what you think. If you think they're good, they're bad, they're weak, they're strong, they're unachievable, they're easily achievable. Who knows, right? I, for me, these were the right ones because I will and can hit all of these. And, uh, and I'm just putting it out there for you guys so you can hold me accountable at the end of the year. Uh, but that's the show for today, guys. I really appreciate you being here. I appreciate you uh, listening to this and hopefully it inspired you or made you think of things that you might want to do. Uh, but again, I hope you guys enjoyed it and I'll see you next time. All right, guys, that was the show. Thank you for joining me and thank you for tuning in. Like I said, I... I hope this helps in some way. I hope it inspires you. I hope it maybe makes you just understand what I'm doing a little bit better. I think it's always interesting to know when you listen to somebody like this on a podcast, what are they up to? What are they really doing in their business? And, and what are their goals, right? I know my goals are, what are their goals? And so hopefully it was a little fly in the wall moment for you and it, and it, it was helpful. So anyways, guys, get out there and start attacking those goals. Do not wait. Do not be the person who gets the gym membership and by March, they've already quit. You've got to keep going. Break them into smaller bite-sized goals, 30-day goals, 60-day goals, 90-day goals work for me. Uh, break them up so they seem more realistic and attainable in the short term, and they build to your ultimate year goal. All right, we'll see you guys next time.